Hi, I'm Brittany. And I'm Lindsay. And we're We're Not Your Your Average Average Mamas. Mamas. On this podcast, we'll dive into navigating the exciting and challenging world of modern motherhood. Join us while we share our ups and downs as we tackle the everyday chaos of parenthood. Whether you're a brand new mom or a seasoned parent, get ready for some real talk and plenty of laughter. Being a mom is about doing it your way because let's face it, you're You're not not your average mama. mama. Welcome to Not Your Average Mamas, Season 1, Episode 2. Welcome. We made it another week. They say that people that start podcasts, they only post, 90% of them don't post past three episodes. So We're already almost there. We're already almost in the 10%. So I love it. We're killing it. So how's, how's your week going so far? Um, my week has actually been pretty good. I was able to get a facial last week. And last night was awesome. I got to go see Tyler Henry, the psychic medium, at the casino. I've literally never heard of him. Like, what? Yeah. Didn't you watch the Netflix show? Yesterday, last you night. You literally watched it yesterday. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I loved the show. And when I went for a girls' night there last weekend, I saw that it was showing this weekend. And it said sold out. And I was so sad. And then... Jesse found us tickets. Beautiful. It was so cool. But it's a moment the universe aligned. Honestly. I love that for you. How was your week? The universe did not align. Work was just, I just feel like it was annoying things just going wrong all week. And I feel like everyone had that vibe. So that was a bummer. But, you know, there's always next week. Um, Family wise, Everybody killed it. So at least we had no issues on that. And it was just all work issues, which, oh, well, life moves on. It's true. And honestly, like the beginning of the week was super, super rough. So I'm very thankful that things turned around on Saturday for me. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but next week, for you, next week, we'll both be in alignment. Next week. It's less than 12 hours away. It can only go up. It can only go up. Speaking of that, we actually are already recorded this. This is our second take. Second take. But, you know, anything that you have to do a second time, you're just going to do it that much better. So I'm excited. That's what you keep telling me. And it's true. And she should listen to me because I'm older. Okay. You are the live one. We are going to start tonight with an Am I the Asshole Mom Edition. Am I the asshole for showing up at my sister's party after her miscarriage, despite knowing that I couldn't drink and people would suspect I was pregnant? Oh, boy. My name is Kayla, and I'm 22, female. My sister, Leah, who's 25, unexpectedly had a miscarriage a week ago. I felt especially guilty because I recently had found out I was pregnant as well, but I had opted to wait to tell anyone. I felt guilty, so I elected to keep quiet about it for as long as I could, as I didn't want to take any attention away from her grief or cause her any pain. This became a problem, though, when my family arranged a little get-together at her place to help her feel better, where alcohol was to be involved. The night was going fine, and my sister seemed to be smiling and enjoying herself. I was staying away from the beer and vodka, kind of shutting down the strange looks from my family, friends, who know I almost never turned down opportunities to drink. Oh, boy. Most were believing my lies, except my sister's friend, Ash, who came up to me and asked, 
are you pregnant or something? Why aren't you drinking? I laughed and said, I had to watch out for my health and tried to change the subject. My sister saw us talking, however, and came up with a shot in hand and basically said she was really glad I was here and wanted to take a shot with me. I had a feeling that Ash had told her I wasn't drinking and she'd come to confirm her suspicions. I turned her down and said I was just happy to be in the moment with her. Leah got this teary look on her face and kind of eyed my stomach. She set the drink down and asked me slowly if I was pregnant and trying to hide it. I froze in the moment, which must have basically confirmed that what she was suspecting. She burst into tears and asked again, much louder this time, which caused most of the people in the apartment to look at us. She told me to either drink the shot or tell her the truth. I wasn't sure what to do, so I opted to just tell her the truth. I tried to tell her that I didn't really want to take any attention from her pain, but she wasn't listening. She started accusing me of coming to her apartment to boast about my pregnancy and how I always got what I wanted. She also said that I shouldn't have come to the party knowing that I couldn't drink and that I obviously knew people were going to know I was pregnant. Basically going on and on about how I was attention-seeking. At this point, her dad stepped in to calm her down because she was belligerent. At this point, me and my boyfriend decided it was better for us to just leave. I even got a few quiet congrats, which I felt awful about. She's not really talking to me right now, which I kind of understand, but at the same time, all I really wanted was to be there for her. People are more so leaning into her side because she's going through a hard time right now, but I feel like I'm not being listened to. My mom told me she understands, but that it was wrong of me to come, knowing I was pregnant. Am I the asshole? I think it's tough. I think I think you could have went in there with a better lie, maybe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, don't, if you knew you are going to go to this party, like, go into the party knowing, like, I'm going to tell people I can't drink because I'm on a medication and I can't drink. Or you're doing a 30-day challenge where you can't drink. I just feel like there's so many other things that you could have been like, I'm doing this so I cannot drink alcohol. Like, I'm sorry that I can't participate. But it also sucks that, like, I feel like in this society, like, when we choose not to drink as women, we're just, like, automatically accused of being pregnant. We can't just exactly. say, oh, no, I'm not drinking anymore. Like, right. You can't just I'm say, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. People just push and push. And I, the real asshole moment, I thought, was when her sister was like, take this shot or tell us you're pregnant. Like, for one, this is her first baby. She's like 22 years old. Mm-hmm. What a sad way to have to tell your family. You're probably so excited and you don't want to yeah. hurt your sister. I think it's just a tough I don't honestly think anyone's the asshole. No. Because her sister was hurting. I would kind of say her sister was a little bit of an asshole. Yeah. And I don't know. I have had a miscarriage. And, like, I don't think my miscarriage would make anyone else's pregnancy. Like, you didn't get pregnant out of spite to just be like, look, look at me. I can get pregnant and you can't. Like, her sister wasn't trying to say that. Like, it just was a bad timing. But Yeah, the timing just was bad. What a conundrum. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, I don't know. That's not my life. I don't have a sister to worry about. Nope. Kidding. I have just you to worry about now. Yeah, you should worry about me. I worry about you every day, and especially during the holidays thank you philip that's a perfect segue a very subtle subtle segue 
we're going to become rock stars at subtle segues. All right. So the beef of this episode is <laughs> that we're, we're in a silly gooby mood. As you can tell from the title, this week is about boundaries. Okay. We just thought it would be good to bring up uh, with the holidays right around the corner and just kind of talk about our journey with boundaries. I feel like you don't really set them hard until you have children. That's true. They so got to reevaluate. Yeah, they really make you sit and think about where your true values lie. Maybe. Yes, yes. True and holidays lies. can really intensify some of the drama that goes on in family relationships. Yes, yes, it can. So, um, my boundary life. Honestly, I feel like I didn't have boundaries with my family because they're pretty good. Um, my mom and my dad are amazing. And I don't know, we have an open line of communication, so it makes things a little bit easier. Um, but And they've always been on board with me and Jordan having our family time during the holidays, which is very nice. They kind of understand like, hey, you guys are family now. You go do your thing and we will be open to any weekend, which is very nice. Love you if you're listening. Um, So I really didn't think about boundaries until I had my son, which is a bummer, you know, 25 years old. And here I am trying to set boundaries. And I think with us being feel like we both identify as people pleasers recovering people pleasers yes. we're a work in progress for sure setting boundaries in place can feel very shameful and um like you're just not being kind but really you're just putting them in place for yourself and you're respecting yourself which i think is the way to look at it versus not being nice or not being flexible or being stubborn yeah, I saw something this week that said daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves, even when we risk disappointing others. And I think that's an okay time to be, quote, selfish. It's just self-love and making sure that you're not sacrificing your own feelings and hopes for now, for specifically the holidays, for somebody else's wants and needs. Yeah, I love that quote. I should be tattooed somewhere on my body. <laughs> Let's do it. Tomorrow. We are going to have 33 uh, matching tattoos by the end of our lives. We have one so far. 32 to go. There we you go. But yeah, that is my journey with boundaries. We want to set some intentions with our boundaries this holiday season. One boundary I really want to keep with my child is not having too many toys. I want like two big toys and that's it. Because, well, one, we don't have the space. Two, it just makes your your life feel more cluttered. And three, I just feel like they don't appreciate things eventually down the road when you get everything that you want all the time. I don't know. That's a boundary that I really want to keep this holiday season. And I know you have a pretty big one that you have set and kept. Yes, ever since we had our oldest... We established a rule which kind of shook up things in our extended families with like traditions that were longstanding, but we always go home Christmas Eve night. 
honestly, usually I'm the one hosting, so it hasn't really been a huge issue, which that was actually changed too. I love hosting. I love having holidays in my home with my kids in my space. And um, our boundary that we set up is that every Christmas Eve, we sleep in our own beds, in our own home, wake up and presents from Santa and Christmas morning is just like special with our family of five. And then after noon, essentially, usually we'll either go to grandma and grandpa's or they'll come to our house. But that time is just for us and our family. I love that. That is my favorite boundary that you have set. It's one of the only ones. So (laughs) do you have a goal this season to set a different one? Yeah, I saw this like check-in, like checkpoint you're supposed to do with yourself. Essentially, I want to ask myself what things are important for me to do during this holiday season. Like, what do I want during this season to do with my family and my kids? And my second is how do I want to feel after the holidays are over? Because many, many, many years, I can be kind of like Clark Griswold from the (laughs) National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And I have such high expectations and often I'm let down by my own. I'm hurting my own feelings. Mm -hmm. So just thinking about how I want to feel after the holidays are over. um, I think those two check-ins will help me a lot in making sure this will be a really great holiday season with good traditions and good feelings after. I love thinking about how you're going to feel after the holiday season. Because I feel like right now we're in the moment and we're just like, how are we going to get to that great feeling right now and please everybody right now besides ourselves? Yeah. And then another holiday season goes by and you don't feel like you got to do what you wanted to do with your kids or just yourself. I think, I mean, I love to have a baking day. I love, there's just like a million things I like to do myself. And sometimes that gets pushed aside for other expectations or obligations maybe for sure and we hope to inspire you to set some boundaries this holiday season with you and your family and hold true to them and know that you're not doing it to hurt anybody and you're not doing it to be mean you're doing it for yourself and your family right because the words family or friend are not an excuse to be damaging to your mental health your needs and boundaries are just as valid as everyone else's I literally got chills. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Do you have any funny mom moments of the week? Yes. So first I wanted to establish like mom moments are just anything in motherhood, good, bad, ugly, all of it. But um, my mom moment this week is that every time, so we're trying to get our son to not have his pacifier. So he can always have his pacifier at night. And so he has a, they're all glow in the dark. So they all get charged during the day now because they stay in one place. And so uh, every night that I put him down to bed, he takes out his pacifier and he does like a light show and he (laughs) goes circle, square, (laughs) triangle. And he does it for like five minutes and he passes out. And on the, like the, one of the last nights I put him to bed this week, I was like requesting, I was like triangle and he was like yeah triangle but it was all like a circle and then he'd be like baby triangle." <laughs> yeah that's a baby one okay my mom moment is with my toddler this week so she's two and since i homeschool my kids are always in the house with me so you know sometimes you gotta do the full wash your hair like full extended long shower and 
I guess I'd been gone. I mean, it's been like five minutes, but they notice when I'm gone. Of but course. Anyway, so I'm in the shower and I thought I heard like a rustling, but I didn't see anything. So I turn my back and I'm washing my hair. And all of a sudden, the shower curtain flings open and I screamed bloody murder. My two-year-old is standing there staring at me. I was, I was so scared. And then she flings it back shut. I was like, what was that? And then she moves around to the other side and she flings it open. She's like, oh, don't show me your China. Just look up disgust. And I don't get out of here. Like, I think I got to lock the door. Gosh. Like, why? Why is it that it's your fault that your gina was out? I know, in the shower. In the shower. She had to go through at least two doors to get into my bathroom and a curtain. They always find you. They do. Oh, my gosh. Also, another thing we're going to incorporate, family fails. I had a good one yesterday, actually. We were at Dave & Buster's. Mm-hmm. Have all of us. Lives. Yeah, that place is... Um, Chaotic. Overstimulating, I will say. And we were there for my dad's 60th. And same little punk that walked in on me in the shower. She was just really... Going through it. She was going through it. So I, yeah. I gave her my phone for, like, you know, a minute so I could play this basketball game. And then we moved on, and about 30 seconds later, I realized my phone <laughs> was gone, and I just spent like a solid hour searching Dave & Buster's for my phone. And uh, spoiler alert, I never found it. Don't. This is like the tip of the week. Just don't. <laughs> do not give your toddler a phone that is like a neutral color in Dave & Buster's, because I now am phoneless, so. Are you going to get a new one? No, I'm going to become mommish. <laughs> I mean, eventually. I'm, I'm hoping that tomorrow it will be found. And yes. we, uh, you guys can take a field trip. Yeah. Well, no. Jesse works right near there. Like, right. literally, like, two minutes from there. So, hopefully, I call and they found it. Like, the Find My Phone app says it's still in Dave & Buster's. So... It's having the time of its life. Hopefully it's not spending your money. It's probably dead. Probably died right after it was lost. Yeah, probably. I mean, out of all the times that you could have lost your phone and never found it, I can't believe this is the one. Like, I know. There's been many, many nights that I've um, let a little too loose, we'll say. And I am one, when I do that, to lose all my belongings Luggage, um, keys, phone, cards. I mean, you find them all. Time I find it. I just honestly have to trust drunk Brittany more because she is looking out for me, just not in a productive way usually. But yeah, dead sober. Nathan Busters. It was the toddler. You know, it was her. It was not me. But I really shouldn't have given her my phone. Try to play the basketball game in peace, okay? Jesse kicked my butt and I had to show him up. And I didn't. I really did not do well. Wow. It was a double edged sword. Right to the Exactly. It was just complete humiliation all around. Well, on that note, <laughs> send us any family fails of your own that we can share on the pod. Mom moments. 
Family fails. You already said that. You can email us if you want to be interviewed after the new year. We're going to start interviewing some badass moms who are just killing it. I would love it if you would email us at notyouraveragemamaspodcast at gmail.com, which is down below in the show notes, too. And just let us know what you liked about the episode, what you didn't like, what we should do. What should we do? Rate us five stars. (laughs) Please. Yeah, like and like and subscribe, baby. <laughs> yes, please. So that we can make it to the third episode and we can be in yeah. the top 10%. 10%. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we hope you guys have a great week. There's so many children screaming right Again. now. Again. <laughs> Literally, there was no one for the first hour I was at your house. And now... All because the they know the moms are gone, and they're like, "Where are they?" I and know. they all come searching us out. I know, because the, once again, the Vikings are on. Is it? Wait, is it? Yeah, the Vikings are on right now. Okay, and we're at, well, at least this week, your guinea pigs will not eat two hundred twenty-five dollars. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Collective family fail. And last week when we were recording our podcast, we went upstairs and literally both our toddlers are both two. We're feeding $225 cash to the guinea pigs in the cage. So I had to move this huge ass case, cage, all the way. They're in the storage room now. Okay. They're right locked away. Right next to us. And then they like proceeded to take out all the bedding and poop and literally cover every, not even a square centimeter was missed on carpet. My vacuum didn't recover for five days. This is actually so disgusting. I had to blow through <laughs> with my mouth. I was literally trying to scoop up like everything. I was like scooping up hay and poop. I was like, I was trying to see the vacuum, but I mean, there's no way to have not used the vacuum. And I, I took one for the team. I touched poop and you blew poop. I mean, honestly, I was trying to explain to my husband about how I had to blow poop. And he's like, how did you do that again? Shut up. I had to use my hand over the hose. Of course, when I can put my mouth on a Hmm. vacuum hose. But you know what? I fixed the vacuum. Apparently, I got to blow. Apparently, I just had to go back to my roots. I'm so glad that your mom doesn't know how to listen to technology. My mom does. Hi, Shannon. Hey, Shannon. <laughs> Love you. Have a amazing Sunday. Have a amazing is it? Yeah, this comes out Thursday. Today is Sunday. Yes. As we basically said, because the Vikings play, and you guys obviously know the Vikings playing schedule. Obviously, everyone does, except for me, because I was like football yay get that goal oh football go make it in the oh the post the post kick it in the post we get between those posts yes yay anyways anyway we're we hope you had a good week because it's thursday right now currently for you if you're listening the day that it comes out which you should be you should be so we hope you keep listening and we hope you no Anyone know where that reference is from? Just kidding. Hi, Elena and Ash. We love you. We love you. Do you want to have an interview? Because you're kind oh of gosh, I would badass moms. Exactly. Except for Ash. Ash's a badass mom. Kittens. We don't. 
I didn't know we interviewed cat moms. I don't know. Being a cat mom is wild. That's probably true. I lost one of mine. <laughs> Permanently. And one off and on. See, comes back every time because she's a foodie. She's like, I'm not about this garbage life. No. I'm not a trash panda. I'm a human being. What's our outro, though? We hope you keep... I can't get that out of my head now. I know. Listen. Um, yeah, we need a way to, like, wrap it up. Condom. <laughs> All right, friends, that's it for this week. Stay fierce and fabulous. And be your badass self. Bye. Bye.